Hi everyone, my name is Joanne Mitten and last week I delivered a webinar on storytelling for young learners for Macmillan and today I would like to talk to you about what I feel are the top takeaways from that webinar. So in the webinar I discussed the importance of storytelling and how uh, as human beings we connect very closely to storytelling no matter what country or culture we're from. Uh, but I think for this short session, what I'd like to focus on is the meat of the webinar, which was structuring and scaffolding your lesson, which is a storytelling lesson. So that's what I'll talk about today. And what I want to start uh, with is the importance of choosing the correct story. So once you've decided you're going to uh, write and deliver a storytelling lesson, you need to be very careful about the story that you choose for your students. It should be age appropriate and level appropriate, but importantly, it also needs to be very engaging for the students in your class. So something that you know will interest them, something that has some repetition or playing with sounds that will get them engaged and they'll really enjoy. It's very difficult for somebody to tell you this story will work or this story will work. The best thing is to know your students yourself. So if you know the students in your class and you know what they're interested in and you know what they're able to handle both emotionally and on a language level, you're the best placed person to choose a story for those students. So once you have the perfect story, you're now ready to build a lesson around the story. And that's where scaffold Scaffolding is really important. So when you're looking at planning your story, you need to, uh, planning your lesson, including your story, you need to look at the language within the story and decide what you might need to pre-teach, what they might need some help with, are there any themes or topics they will need help with beforehand, and uh, use that to create your tasks before the lesson before the storytelling. So one example of this is to take pictures related to the story. It could be one picture that shows the main event in the story, or it could be pictures of objects, places, and people from the story. And you can get students to predict what they think will happen in the story, who they think the people or characters are, and where it's happening, and what time of day, spring or summer, uh, and from their answers and their predictions, you can build a small bank of vocabulary, which will help you pre-teach uh, the students before they hear the story or before they read the story. So then you can use this vocabulary in uh, um, more tasks, more um, pre-story tasks. So the pre-story tasks could be things like acting out scenarios with the objects, imagining you're in the place in the picture and acting out a scenario. Um, you could introduce a line from the story. So if there's a line in the story where uh, the students get to repeat or they get to answer you, if you call something out, they answer you back, you can introduce this in the pre-story tasks. Not only does it get them used to the language of Story that they're about to hear, it gets them really excited about uh, 
you know, getting involved in the story and hearing the story. So all these pre-story tasks are set in context, helping you pre-teach vocabulary and key phrases for the story, and also helping you um, get the students engaged and excited for the story. So the next step that you should think about when you're uh, planning your storytelling method is how you're going to deliver the story to the students. So again, we're still focusing on primary school uh, students, young learners. And um, if you're delivering this orally to the students, you really need to become a performer. So this during story stage needs to be a really um, interesting and engaging performance so that you can keep your students listening to you. And in this stage, you can use techniques such as gestures, changing your voice for different characters, and using your space so that you're moving around the front of the class or the middle of the class to really convey to the students visually and physically what is happening in the story. This will help them grasp the meaning of the story and the plot of the story a lot quicker than if you just read the story uh, you know, orally with no actions or, or no gestures. Another really nice thing to do is bring in puppets or toys and um, anything that gets them thinking about the characters. Uh, it's also uh, helpful for the teacher if you prefer not to be at the forefront, you can use uh, puppets and toys to act as characters. And this really helps the students immerse themselves in the world of the story. So once you've done your pre-story tasks, leading into the during story performance, you may want to read the story again while the students follow along uh, looking at a print or a text of the story. This could be combined with a gap fill or a matching exercise and then followed up by um, some simple comprehension to see if the students understand the stages of the story and what happened to the characters. Once your students have a good understanding of what's in the story, then they can really have so much fun um, engaging in your post-story activities. And personally, the post-story tasks are my favorite part of storytelling uh, lesson. Uh, this is because it's the part of the lesson where they really get to be creative, they get to work in groups, uh, it's all about the student-centered lesson at this point, and they get to have fun with everything. Uh, oh, excuse me. Sorry, I believe there's a little bit of issue with my mic. Let me see. Okay, so hopefully my mic sounds okay now. Uh, I'll keep going and you can let me know if, if there's a, an issue with the mic. So, um, with, oh, excellent, okay, it sounds better. My apologies for that, I'm so sorry, I don't know why that happened. Um, so in your post-story activities, you have a real opportunity to get the students using the language of the story, but also the language that they have prior knowledge of, that they're used to using, in a much freer, more natural way. So some ideas um, for your post-story tasks are things like uh, 
the students choosing their favorite line in the story and then getting to repeat that line in different ways. And they can act it out with their friends. They can say the line uh, a little bit um, angry or they can say it in a, a happy way or an excited way or sad way. And what we know from younger learners and adult learners as well is that when they're performing from behind a character or if they feel it's a drama and they're acting something out, they're, they feel um, much more confident with producing the language. Another thing that you can do in a post-story task is get the students to draw the objects or the uh, uh, characters in the story and then rearrange it to tell the story the way they heard it and then perhaps rearrange it again to tell the story in a different way or change the ending. All these post-story tasks can then uh, continue on to project work where they take the theme of the story or something within the story and link it to another subject such as science or social sciences or geography and create a project based on that. And stories are a great way of getting the students involved in their uh, in other cultures and using the language in other uh, subjects that they encounter in school. So, if you are interested in seeing more examples of how you can structure your storytelling lesson, so from pre-story task to during story performance and tasks to post-story tasks. You can see a link below this video where you'll see uh, the full webinar, which is one hour long and goes into lots of detail and lots of background on the theory of how stories help our students learn and act as a gateway into language for students. The next uh, webinar that's coming up um, in the Macmillan Advancing Learning series is a fantastic webinar on grammar, uh, balancing grammar accuracy and fluency, which I think is going to be a, a, a wonderful webinar for everyone to join on the 28th of January. So you'll see the link below uh, where you can register for that. And finally, something really exciting that's coming up through Macmillan is there. Global Teachers Festival, which is taking place on the, uh, between the 8th and the 19th of February. And this is a fantastic uh, virtual festival, which is designed to have something for everyone, for all types of teachers. And it's uh, designed in a way that is suitable for your time. So you can see that it's taking place between the 8th and the 19th of February. So it's jam-packed with really fantastic uh, events. So thank you very much for uh, tuning in today to our um, Facebook Live. Uh, I hope you got some information to help you to structure your storytelling based lesson. Uh, but do check out the webinar below and hopefully I'll see you again soon. Thank you.